0: That's IXL.com slash B-E. Hi, this is Jethro Jones, host of the Transformative Principal Podcast and the Transformative Leadership Summit. I'm pretty much releasing these teasers alphabetically, but they will be arranged in the four aspects of the school experience. The administrator experience, the teacher experience, the student experience, and the parent community experience. Enjoy the selection. I hope you can join us. At the Transformative Leadership Summit Go to TransformativeLeadershipSummit.com I'm offering the all-access pass at an early bird rate So check it out by scrolling down to the bottom of that page To save some money Enjoy this interview with Dr. Anthony Muhammad
1: Well, I address Persistently resistant behavior, I refer to it as fundamentalism. And there are four stages or levels of fundamentalism, which really gets to the root of why that person exhibits that resistant, uh, counterproductive, adversarial behavior. And it really what's really interesting is that all four of those levels are simply reflections of bad leadership. Um, these are people who have grown accustomed Uh, to a certain habitual response uh, because certain conditions aren't right. So there's four levels and start with the first one. A level one fundamentalist is an individual who resists because they simply don't understand why they should change their behavior. Uh, We haven't created a cognitive picture that's logical enough to convince them that what they're doing isn't working and what we're proposing is more palatable or more beneficial for students. So there's three stages to addressing stage one, and that's that's communication, three stages of communication. The first stage uh, when it comes to communication, which is the leadership behavior, is clearly identifying what Jim Collins referred to as brutal facts. If I'm chugging along and I feel like I'm successful, uh, one thing you have to do to disrupt uh, my pattern is show me evidence that what I'm doing is not reaching the level or the standard of excellence that we would all expect. A person does not feel motivated to change if there's no evidence that what they're doing isn't working. That's an obligation of a leader. The second part of communication is that a leader has the burden. Okay. Now a person understands that you've shown them through evidence, through data that what they're doing is not as successful as we would hope. So the second part of that. Is whatever innovation we want them to embrace, can we demonstrate or provide evidence that our proposed change is more beneficial and better for students than what they're currently doing? So you can show a person that what they're doing is ineffective, but it's another skill to be able to convince them that read 180 or Singapore math or PBIS is a better way to go. And the third part of communication is that you have to provide people with an opportunity to give you input and provide alternative theories. A leader who's very sensitive or uh, overly sensitive uh, has a hard time with feedback when people don't agree. So if a leader has done his or her duty to lay out facts, to provide evidence about why this innovation is better than what we've been doing, that leader should be very confident and opening themselves up to feedback because you've set the parameters. You've used data, you've you've used used research and evidence. If somebody disagrees with you, it has to be on that basis. So if you make the recommendation because of our behavior data, we're, we're suspending too many students, and your recommendation is PBIS, but I've had an experience at another school where it wasn't very successful, we had a lot of success with the Lee Cantor progressive discipline model that doesn't make you my, make me your enemy because I propose a different alternative. So when leaders don't open themselves up for feedback and intellectual discourse, they suppress people who could really have valuable input and they don't feel an intrinsic connection. Uh, in that chapter, chapter seven of Transforming School Culture, I tied 70 percent of resistance to change to poor communication. So people will get accustomed to do because I say so, do because the district office says we have to, or do because the state says we're going to be in trouble if we don't. That's not a good motivator. That is bad. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a bad messenger, uh, in a series of other bad messengers. That's tr- addressing people's need at a cognitive level.